Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure you go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. So we're in a new series. Yay! It is September 8th and the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom is coming very quickly. It's on October Mm -hmm. 1st. Mm -hmm. Can't be 50 years. Wow. It's crazy, right? Long time. Mm -hmm. Not as long as Disneyland, but getting up there. So the next, I think it's like three weeks, three, four weeks. Yeah. We have some fun content all about the magic kingdom. This one's a little bit more about all of it. We yes. realized that we need to do an update on everything going on at Disney with COVID because mm-hmm. things keep changing. You mm-hmm. just, you just don't know. Yeah. So Sammy graciously, because she lives there and then gets to deal with it every time she goes, did all the research on what's going on at Disney, even some things that I think just changed Mm -hmm. because the Delta variant is getting worse. Yeah. So we're going to talk face covering, sanitation, reservations, and even the new dreaded Disney genie. Yeah. I'm going to let her talk about it. My face might be angry. If you're listening you'll feel the anger through the audio. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Take it away, Sammy. All right. So first thing we're going to talk about are masks, face coverings. So there was a short, short, short period of time where Disney was not requiring the face masks indoors, outdoors, or anything. They actually got to a point earlier this year where you only had to wear them maybe on buses and they removed plexiglass everywhere. And then Delta came and reared its 
ugly head and things started to backtrack. So as of today, this is the most recent updates that we have. So they are back to requiring masks for all guests who are aged two and up. And I've heard that kind of sucks if you have a two-year-old to try and get them to wear the mask. So sorry in advance, you might want to practice that before you travel would probably be my best recommendation because I don't we, have a two-year-old, but yeah, we just, our, our city here in Lincoln actually just enacted a mask mandate for mm-hmm. two and up until yeah. the 30th of September. And mm-hmm. with our two year, when our two-year-olds come into the museum, we're like, we're sorry. It's the city just try as best as you can to keep that mask on exactly. the two-year-old. Like you, yeah. it's two years old. You can't, it, they're going to fight it. They're going to tear it off. Cause they're not going to always understand. And nope. yeah, so I get it. So I would definitely see if maybe you can practice wearing the mask ahead of time to make it a little bit easier when you get there. Mm-hmm. So you have to wear the mask when you enter and while you're in line, all indoor and indoor attractions, all indoor queues, Disney buses, monorails, and the Skyliner as well. I don't know because I've not been on the Skyliner forever. I assume maybe they're still doing one family at a time, but I don't know if they're if they're doing that or not, to be honest with you. I know for a while it was going to be just one party at a time. The monorail was very spaced out for a while. When you get on there, they had big like shower curtains basically in between everybody and they'd have like one party per car. They're not Mm -hmm. doing that. Last time I was on the monorail, they did just kind of say like one party on each side and they got rid of all of the the plastic that was hanging up. So I don't know the exact rules for the Skyliner, to be honest with you, but I would just keep that in mind if you're riding it, especially with other people, you have to keep your mask on at all times. There are rules if you don't know about, hopefully you know about the rules for them face masks, but they have to be two layers of breathable material. They have to fit over your nose at all times and under your chin. They will get you for this. Cast members will tell you to pull up your mask. If you have it under your chin and you're not eating or drinking, they will yell at you. I've seen it multiple times. If you have it slid under your nose, which I'm sorry, but if you're going to wear a mask, I don't even understand why you're wearing it that way. But if it slides under your nose, they will also yell at you about that and tell you to pull it up. They are very cautious about this. They have cast members literally who are just kind of out and about where it was signs reminding you to wear your mask. And yeah, so just, just keep that in mind. It's hot. I get it. But you can't walk around like that. Also, they have to have the straps. They don't allow like the gaiters or anything. That's still a thing with them. So you have to make sure you you can have a gaiter as well, but you do have to have a mask underneath it with the ear loops. That is a requirement to go to Disney. And some places, I don't know if everywhere, but I know like at Disney Springs and stuff, sometimes you'll see like vending machines selling masks. So that's an, an option as well, if you forget it or or whatever. And if you go into stores, they will definitely get on you too. Cause I have seen that recently at Disney Springs, someone walking in and not putting their mask on. As soon as you walk in, they do say something. So, okay. So they're not requiring masks outside. No, like they, they are did optional. when I was there at Christmas. Yeah. So it is optional when you are outdoors. Okay. Good. I, when things kind of lightened up and we were going to Disney Springs into the parks we were in the minority because I was still wearing a mask because I had already mm-hmm. seen stories of the Delta variant and whatnot popping mm-hmm. up. And I yeah. was just like, oh, I'm not messing with this. Last time we went to Disney Springs, which is yesterday, it's starting to even out a little bit more with outdoors where people okay. wearing masks. So we're starting to go back to where I'm not necessarily in the minority that it's like 50-50 yeah. with people. And to me, you're not spaced out when you're walking or especially at Disney Springs. Like you're so close yeah. to people. I'm just like... 
uh, it's almost like being inside. So yeah. I just would prefer to wear the mask at all times. And yes, it's hot. I get it. But I would rather be a little uncomfortable and hot than catch something. Just my personal opinion, but you can make that decision as you want. They won't enforce it when you're outside. And they don't want you wearing face coverings while you're on like water slides, which makes sense. I don't know what the deal is with the water parks right now, as far as being open or not open, because they've been kind of funny about it, I guess, with not wanting things to spread around. So kind of keep an eye on that, whether the water parks will be open or not when you come to visit. Mm. Hand sanitizer. They still have the hand sanitizer stations like everywhere. I didn't know this until I was researching this, but you can actually go on the Disney experience app and you can go on our guest services and find locations with hand sanitizer stations, which I think is cool because I I didn't know that. I kind of generally know where they are. If you're in stores, around stores, around attractions, you're going to find one. You're near a restaurant. They're literally everywhere. So if you're looking for one, it's not that hard to find. I personally also carry one with me, hand Mm -hmm. sanitizer, but yeah, if you want to use theirs, there's and they're automatic so you just stick your hand underneath and you don't have to really touch anything which is good in this day and age yeah oh theme park reservations this is one of the veins of my existence right now so it's theme kind of pointless to have still a, thing. a pass mm-hmm. holder it, it's it's so pointless to have a pass if you have to do a reservation it's in irritating. my opinion it's it's still cheaper to get the annual pass if you're going to go multiple times that makes sense. But as an annual pass holder, I can only hold three reservations. So Ashley's going to be here in December. I'm not saving any of those right now because I only get three. So I have to kind of strategically plan when I'm going to go in and nail down a reservation for myself at a park because I don't want to use all of mine up. And now I can't go anywhere the rest of the year. So it is super irritating the only way you can get more reservations as a pass holder, it looks like you have to stay on property at a Disney hotel. Then you can get reservations for every day you're at the hotel, plus your three that you get as being a pass holder. You only get three for the whole year? I can only hold three at a time. Yes, ma'am. And they have not updated that. That's been since July of last year when they reopened. See, this is what gets me because to ha- like when I was living down there and had a pass, the reason I had a pass is because I wanted to just, so like a Saturday I'd wake up and be like, you know what? I'm going to go to Epcot. I'm going to get something at the, at the bakery and just sit at the bakery and read mm-hmm. and people watch. And I would just sit there and yes. read a book or write and people watch. And I'd be there for just, just to go, but you can't do that anymore. Like to no. me, if, if I can't have a pass, so if I can't do that, why am I paying eight, $900 a year for a pass? And it is super irritating. And that has been a complaint that pass holders have continuously brought up to Disney, that it's ridiculous. It's hard for us. You have different, like if you go in to make your park reservation, you'll see, you have to select what kind of a pass you have. Are you a Disney hotel guest? Do you just have a ticket or are you an annual pass holder? And trying to find availability is hard sometimes because it starts out default, I think on the hotels. And then you click down annual pass holder and then some of the dates disappear. And it just, it's frustrating because that exactly what you said, I don't plan usually that far in advance. So now I'm having to sit here and be like, okay, when do I think we might want to go? So I want to go see the Halloween decorations, right? 
So I literally sat on my calendar and I was just like, well, let's see when the Magic Kingdom has openings. And that's what I had to do. So I have a reservation for October 2nd because the Magic Kingdom had an opening and I want to see the Halloween decorations and see the 50th and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and booked it and we're in August. And that was the best way to do it. That's why we typically end up at Disney Springs. But you can sometimes get last minute ones. Like when I started my new job, my mom and Robbie got a reservation the next day for Epcot. So we went over to Epcot. So that for me was kind of like a last minute little surprise thing. So you can do it sometimes, but it is really frustrating. And I wish they would, first of all, not limit us to three because it's super irritating, especially when like you have someone, you know, it's coming to visit and you want to be able to go with them, but you also don't want to blow your entire year's worth (laughs) of passes. You only have three, you know, so it's frustrating. Aren't they, they're not at like 25% capacity or anything like that anymore. Uh, so are debate. they back at capacity? They, I don't believe we're at capacity, but we might be more like 50% at the very least. Whether it's going to stay that way, I don't know. But if you watched the crowd, or not the crowd, the theme park calendar, they did increase capacity because everything was blocked out for a minute. And then one day they opened it up. And when you went in, everything was green, which my every park was open because they increased how many people they were allowing it. Ah. But I still, I don't believe it's hundred percent. I think maybe we're close to like 50%, honestly. Ugh. So, Ugh. okay. Yeah. This, this just, Yeah, well, I'm hoping that, like, because you and I want to do Hollywood Studios, like, I mean, if, because I'm only down there for five, I only have five days of going to park, so if I Mm -hmm. only get to do one day with you, that's fine, but I'm really hoping it's the MGM. Well, my whole thing is, like we just talked about, (laughs) park hopping is back, so they haven't excluded that. After 2 p.m., you can park hop wherever you want to go, so I'm just like, okay, at the very least, we can go to whatever dumb park we have to in the morning whether it's animal kingdom or whatever and then in the afternoon we can just go ahead and park hop our butts over to the hollywood studios and mom already reserved us at animal kingdom so i'm parking i'm park hopping somewhere exactly and that's why i've been trying to figure out for us for the what days i can go and see you Mm because the new job i'm not sure I, I got to figure out like when I can take off for like an extra okay. day. Cause I'm looking and I'm just like, uh, but they, they have blackout dates and yeah. So I'll all the see. fun stuff. Mm-hmm, exactly. So there's lots of options now with the variant going around. You may not want to be around a lot of people standing in a lot of lines if you can avoid it or having to touch a lot of extra things out and about. Mm-hmm. I know I don't really want to. So the mobile ordering has expanded a lot probably since we had talked about this before. I mean, basically every quick service, you can do mobile ordering ahead of time. So you can sit, pick out your food, wherever you're at, let them know you're there. And then they'll just send you a little notification. Your mobile order is ready. You go, you pick it up. They really don't have you standing in lines in places anymore. It's basically like you do the mobile order and they let you inside. At least that's how it was last time I was at the park. So you basically have to show your little proof that your mobile order is ready to even go inside. So there's not really crowds when you're getting silverware and napkins and all that. It's nice. They did that when I was here, when I was there in December last year. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So they, you really need to get on the app because they're going to require you to do things like this to get quick service and whatnot. They have a new thing, which I'll also be talking about it when we get to the Disney Genie app. They have walk-up lists, which right now when you're in the Disney app, you can kind of see sit-down restaurants. So let's say you're at the Magic Kingdom and you're looking at the Crystal Palace. They may have a walk-up list for the day. So you can literally click on it and say, add me to the walk-up list. And they'll tell you what the current wait time is, whether I've seen them though, like an hour, two hours, you know, or they might say the walk-up list is full, but you don't have mm-hmm. to physically go to the restaurant. You can sit and oh. say, this place looks good. Let's see if they have any availability for today. So if you can't find any reservations and you can try the walk-up list. And I think nice. that's a really cool thing that they added. Yeah. They have, they're still doing the QR codes, which I think is a thing like everywhere, basically now when you go to a restaurant, yeah, they're still really doing that. Sometimes they'll offer you maybe a paper menu, but those will be discarded if they're doing that, but they're not doing like, you know, everybody's touched the menu for the day and and all Mm -hmm. that. So a lot of places still do the QR codes. They have apparently online check-in at Disney hotels, which is really cool. Yeah. I figured that was probably not new now, but just in case. So you can get a notification once your room is ready and then go straight there with your magic band or use the app as a digital key to get in. I think that's super legit. And they're going to be getting rid of magic bands. They're not going to, well, they'll sell them, but they're not going to give out free ones anymore. So Mm -hmm. there is an option right now in the Disney experience app where you can get a mobile pass and use that to go into the park instead of using a magic band too. So that's another thing I would keep in mind. My coworker is planning her 2022 trip. They're going in October mm-hmm. next year because they love Halloween. Yes, and she choice. was talking, I know, she was talking to me about getting a magic band, getting her magic bands now. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Don't get them yet. Yeah. They're not, they're like, they're moving towards the, they're moving towards the, the, the mobile app. So you probably won't even need magic bands. Like, exactly. I would just wait. And actually I told her the couple episodes she should wa- listen of our podcast, like mm-hmm. for like suggestions and stuff. And she listened to them and she thinks we're so funny that she's been continuously listening to us. Like, yay. We got well, it hi friends. like yay. Hi friends. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. But yeah, they, they sell a lot of, they are still making new magic bands to yeah. sell that you can buy. So I don't know exactly when I'm sure eventually it will be completely faded out, but at this point you can purchase them unless you're looking for a specific kind of souvenir. I would say just what you said, I would probably just try and get it on my phone and go in and out of the parks and in and out of my room that way versus the magic yeah. band, just in case, because I wouldn't buy a magic band that I really didn't want as like a souvenir because mm-hmm. you're not going to wear them at home. So you got to keep that in mind too, whether it's really worth it for you to buy it. And sometimes yeah. it's yes. And sometimes it's no. So one, one thing I will give you guys advice on, cause I used my phone a lot when I was there last December. If you mm-hmm. are going for a trip trip, like you're saying there a week, two weeks, whatever, make sure you have multiple rechargeable battery packs ready to go while mm-hmm. you're at the park because you're using your your phone so much with the app with ordering with all of it you're if you have an older phone that battery going drain real quick and if you're sure. not close to one of their charging stations because they do have some charging stations around mm-hmm. but if you're not close to one of those and you need to charge or you're waiting in line put that sucker on one of those battery packs because you are going to need your phone for like, cause if your phone dies, you're screwed. I'm just really and truly. You're you not going to be able to get in your room. And they do now have for rent. And I 
the number that's sticking in my head is like $18, but don't call me on that. They do have battery packs you can rent. So you can switch them out throughout the day. I know they have them at the front of the park and I'm not sure where other locations are, but you can do that as well. If you don't buy your own economically, I would say it's probably better to purchase one because it is a bit pricey to rent one at the park, but push come to, you know, like, let's say you're at the middle, the middle of the day and, oh my gosh, I don't have a charger with me. I have nothing. You can go rent one and exchange it out throughout the day. If you need to keep charging your phone. But I would probably go with more what Ashley said <laughs> if yeah. I was going to <laughs> suggestion as well. Bring it with you. Just like we're constantly telling you, bring things with you. It's yeah. cheaper. I have, I have two and I would like one was for one day then, then and I'd let that one charge. I took Smart. the next one the next day. So mm-hmm. two is good because then them. the other one can charge up during yep. the day while you're using the other one. Yep. I would agree with that. Good, mm-hmm. good recommendation. So the last thing, I am not an expert on this by any means. So we'll see how good this goes. They have a new thing that will be rolling out. I don't even know the exact date. You, you, you missed one thing. What did I skip something? You skipped cashless transactions. I sure did. I just scrolled right down past them. Okay. Back up, (laughs) back up. (laughs) All right. So another thing (laughs) to me is they kind of encourage this cashless transactions. So they want you to use your debit card, your credit card, your Disney magic band, your mobile pay, anything so that they're not having to touch your money. There's no cash exchange. You can go buy Disney gift cards at guest relations. They will happily exchange that out for you. I would probably recommend that. It's Mm -hmm. back in the day, I would have said having cash with you if you were on a budget was a good thing because you could physically look at the money that you're spending. But in this day and age with COVID and all that, and Disney gift cards are really good because you don't have to be as skewed out about people stealing like your credit card information is also big worry for you too. Well, and, and if you do need a budget and you do need to like, you can only spend so much. If you have a Venmo, if you use Venmo or pay, PayPal or Apple pay, you have to transfer money from your bank to the card. So sure. transfer the amount that you want to spend and just that amount to the card. And then you'll be able to see how much you have left after Mm -hmm. each transaction. And that way you are completely contactless. You don't have to worry about pressing the buttons that somebody Mm -hmm. else pressed or, or anything, or getting like germs from somebody else's card and the reader onto your card. Like, I, I really suggest using your cell phone, specifically Mm -hmm. one of those apps that allow you to put the money on there that you want to spend. And then just, you're going to have to have some self-control. I understand that that can be difficult nowadays with a touch of a button, but self-control not to add more money to it. Yes. That's a good call out. But yeah, that's just part of life is Mm self-control. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. And especially Disney, (laughs) you'll be much happier when you go home and didn't buy all the useless crap (laughs) that you want to. No, you just buy one big thing that costs the amount that it would have been if you bought all the useless crap. There you go. Like the retractable lightsaber now. We're, we can't even get into the nonsense that is Star Wars merchandise <laughs> because, oh my goodness. I look at those prices and I'm like, I can't do that. Mm, I can't do that. No, no, no. It's $200 to build a custom droid. And I, I want to do it though. And a custom, yeah, lightsaber. It's just- My brother did the lightsaber last year and that was before it became retractable. Like, I don't even want to know how much it is now that it's I'm not sure. I didn't look up the price. I want to say it's doubled. It's got to be pretty expensive now to have it go in. Yeah. 
<sighs> Hence the Anywho. budget. Anyway. 1950 Studios is producing its first ever cartoon for a streaming service. Staple City is about a woman named Karen. She is a police officer in this crazy town where everyone's trying to be the next star or influencer. All right, this is the Duplass City pilot written by Kelly Driscoll. Good morning, Dupla. Here's some surprising news. Once again, Dupla City has been named the most desirable place to live by the Dupla Times for the 10th straight year in a row. Mostly, I hope that it speaks to women and we can all find like this common ground. So please go to Kickstarter slash Dupla City. It's called Dupla City. D-O-O-P-L-A City. We're doing the starter campaign to gain interest and to hopefully find some strategic partners. He turns the light off in his office and shuts the door. End of episode. Yeah. Nicely done, everyone. Thank you. Very nicely done. That was Ooh. great, right? Okay, so. Now into the thing we don't know yes. much about. We're going to talk about <laughs> Disney Genie, which is the update to the Disney Experience app. So if you already have the Disney Experience app, you're good. It's going to update on there automatically and it's called disney genie so officially they say the disney genie service will maximize your park time so you can have more fun it includes a personalized itinerary that will seamlessly map out your entire day what is that i i don't know so they basically you go in and you tell the disney genie what kind of attractions you want to do what interests you and it helps plan your day out for you supposedly is what they're saying so it will update your itinerary during the day it says you can be more spontaneous and go with the flow but you're like we were kind of just talking about you're going to be tied to your phone because that's how you're going to get the updates about where you should spontaneously go on a whim, which is not really spontaneous because the app is probably telling 10,000 other people to go there. <laughs> no offense, Disney. Sorry. Basically, it's going to kind of be like, hey, the wait time is down at Space Mountain. You should go do it now. But yeah, this is where I have the problem with it because I'm like, okay, but there's 3 billion people here and probably at least half of them would also like to ride Space Mountain. So are you telling all of them to? to go to Space Mountain and I'm going to go to Space Mountain and now it's a three hour wait because he told all of us to go there. I'm not clear on this, so I don't want to misspeak because I don't really know the ins and outs, but I'm hoping there's some sort of blockade in the system so that that does not happen because that's not fun, as Ashley just said. Where's the fun in that? Waiting in line with everybody else. So you can create your own, you can make your own personal tip board to instantly see your favorites. It will show current and forecasted future wait times. I don't really understand how it gets the forecasted time unless it averages things, which I would think means it wouldn't work that uh, well. Maybe they're tracking it now so that it can actually help predict wait times. Yeah. Cause they, if they have kept, if they have kept, cause wait times have been digital since we were a long time. <laughs> in middle school. Yeah. So if they've always kept that data, they could use it to forecast future wait times. Like, I mean, you and I could forecast what we think the wait times are going to look like at certain I mean, points in the year or certain points in the day. If we, if 
it's because if you've been going to Disney forever, so we went. Yes. Okay, so this was the last time we went to Epcot when we went there for lunch. So we had an earlier lunch reservation. Now, the World Showcase does not open until eleven. That's been mm-hmm. a thing for like since the Ever. beginning of time. <laughs> they don't open until eleven. So we had a very early reservation. So we walk in, and this is going back and back. You know, Disney veteran here. I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, look at that spaceship Earth has a long line because the park hasn't been open that long, and everybody stopped there. Walking, making my way back because you gotta do this big loop thing. Not to go anywhere at Epcot. And Test Track has a long wait. What a surprise. Soren is starting, is pretty built up too, because you gotta walk by all that stuff. I got back to the world showcase. It was like nobody was there. Because Mm -hmm. what do you do if you're a veteran? And if you're listening to this, go to the world showcase first. That is where you want to start if you're getting there around 11, because all those other people are still waiting in line over at the front for Test Track and Soarin' and Spaceship Earth and whatnot. But you are smart and you go tiptoe on your way to the back where there's nobody. And granted, I have no idea what the wait time was for the Frozen ride, but I think they might open that a little bit earlier than the rest of the World Showcase. I might be making that up, but I believe I remember that, that they did open that earlier because yeah. it's so freaking popular. So this does not apply for that. But if you're going to walk around to eat, they don't always have the food booths open right away. So double check on that. But a lot of restaurants are opening up fairly Mm -hmm. quickly. But even just to get those magical photos of things around, Mm -hmm. go there first. It's very quiet and very nice. And by the time we were done with lunch, it started to get busier because people wandered back. And of course, Mm -hmm. things at the front got quieter. Not too quiet though. Let's be real. Well, um, soaring and test track never get quiet. They're there. You got to hit it at the right time because I remember soaring, one night, yes, but test track. Yeah. Is it getting better? Is, no, but soaring, okay. you can, you can hit those times. Cause I remember this just sticks on my head because I had met we had met you and we spent the day at, at pot mm, yeah. and Robbie and I were leaving and we saw Soren did not have a long wait time. And there was a debate in our heads about whether we should just go do it or leave. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so tired of my feet hurt. Can we go? <laughs> Can we just use Soren some other time? Because my feet are tired. And we, <laughs> we left. But the yeah. wait time was legit. Like it was not that bad, honestly. Yeah. So, and usually Spaceship yeah. Earth after everyone's matriculated. Spaceship Earth is normally maybe yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Don't, unless don't it breaks like 40 down. minutes for that people. The only reason you're going to wait 40 minutes for that, the only reason you should wait 40 minutes for that thing is if you're in a 20 minute line and then something breaks down and then you have no choice. And you were tricked. Yes. Yes. You were tricked Mm -hmm. into that line. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm very curious about this forecasting. and and, and I just, I just don't know how I feel about all this. Let's see. So they are going to have virtual queues for certain attractions. You can make dining reservations, which you already can do. Mobile food order will still be there, which makes sense. And then they said there's a virtual assistant. I saw a little bit about this in the video that I watched. So I think it's like a real cast member maybe can help answer questions, but there's going to be like a little option where you can go in and be like, like ask it whatever you want about anything you can think of. And then someone will reply to you. I was like, well, that's, that's kind of handy because then there are a lot of people who are confused. And then even though there's 10 billion cast members, they don't think to go ask the cast member. And now they can just ask the app to help them out with things. 
So here's the fun part that we're going to get into now. And I I got this from the website, so I'd like to read it because it kind of makes me laugh. (laughs) For even more convenience and flexibility, there are two options for enjoying our theme parks. Through a queue we are introducing called the lightning lane entrance that saves you time in line. What does this sound like? Huh. Huh. Which is no longer a thing. So the Disney Genie Plus service, which in parentheses says available for purchase, for the price of $15 per day per ticket. So this is not per party. This is per person, each individual person, $15 per day. 60 a day for my family. Yes, ma'am. So for a family of four, 60. And that probably doesn't include taxes. Times. Times. How many days are you going to be there? We're going to be there five. Uh Uh-huh. That makes us, yeah, I did that in my head, but I like to see the number on the screen. That makes it $300 for her family. So for the price of $15 per day per ticket at Walt Disney World and you lucky folks over in Disneyland who pay $20 per day. <laughs> Disneyland's smaller and it still costs more. I, I find that bad. so funny. But I think, th- I think that's because they want to really limit how many people do this to, uh, to kind of well, and it's crowd expen- control. It's also a more expensive state. Yes. But I think that's part of it too, is because there's going to be physically more people in a smaller space, but Anyway, so you can choose the next available time to arrive at a, at a variety of attractions and experiences using the Lightning Lane entrance. Hooray. You can make one selection at a time throughout the day. So they said from classics like Haunted Mansion to thrill rides like Big Thunder Mountain and newer favorites like Millennium Falcon. Attractions subject to limited availability. So keep that in mind, friends, because that means there is not an unlimited amount to purchase. There will be a limited availability and you have to pay for it. Wait, so I have to pay $15 per ride or it's $15 for the whole day to choose these rides? I believe when they say per day per ticket, you pay $15 and for the day, you can go in one at a time and make your selection. But I don't have to pay $15. Like if I want to do, if I did Haunted Mansion in the morning and then I did like Space Mountain in the afternoon, I don't have to pay $15, $15. Now that that does kind of help if you're there the entire day. I will say that as far as, okay. But still, like we just said, that's $300 extra dollars now you have to count for on your vacation. And this doesn't include every ride, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Let's see. And then it just says it replaces Fast Pass, which eh, whatever, we already knew that. So you so can get destroyed fast pass. <laughs> you can get individual attractions available for purchase as well. So there are, you can select a time to arrive at two highly demanded attractions using lightning lane entrance, like seven dwarfs mine train at the magic kingdom. Again, limited availability. And they are not, this is the key thing. They are not included with Disney genie plus. These are going to be separate charges. I have no idea. I'm very curious what rides they are because what I'm curious about is when we go back to the first statement that we just read, which included things like Millennium Falcon, right? That's a very busy ride. Smuggler's Run is insane, right? It's a very popular ride to get into. I'm curious why that is not 
extra. So I'm a little confused on this part, whether it's you pay $15 and then you pay like extra to get into other like certain rides. I'm, I'm not clear on what this means exactly. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm a little confused because in in my mind, in my mind, let's let's see what you got. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is always like 80, 90 minutes plus. It's always insane. Even like, I know I was there at Christmas, but I'm a creeper and I like to look at the wait times while I'm living in Nebraska because I need to imagine myself at Disney Mm -hmm. away from the state and it's always insane. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if like, it says two highly demanded attractions. So Mm -hmm. in Magic Kingdom, yes. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is probably one of them. Mm -hmm. And sadly, probably Space Mountain. (laughs) Sadly, my other, the other one is probably going to be Space Mm -hmm. Mountain. Yeah. I'm trying not to cry right now. So in Hollywood Studios, where we're like, why is the Millennium Falcon in this? I wonder if they are doing Rise of the Resistance and one of the Toy Story rides. Because Slinky Dog okay, I can see is that. extremely popular for little kids. So I never saw that ride. Yeah, I never saw okay. that ride lower than an hour. You do make a fair point with that. I just assume Millennium Falcon would be on the expensive. You would ride. think, but, but I'm happy they it's might, not. They but. might be doing Rise of the Resistance, mm-hmm. which honestly, for that one, I would probably pay extra just because I love it, and it's like another version of the great movie ride. Mm-hmm. But I will not be paying extra for Seven Dwarfs or for Space Mountain. Space no. Mountain, I will wait in line. It's cool in that place. I will wait an hour in Space I am with Space you. Mountain and because the, it's cold. And the <laughs> thing with this, the individual selections, they have no pricing right now because it's going to vary by date, attraction, and park. Oh my Which goodness. Me, that means it's going to be like 30 bucks a pop at Christmas. I Exactly what I was going to say. It's going to vary, I would assume. It's going to vary based on when you are there. So if you are there when it's a slower, quote unquote, slower time period for Disney, you probably do not have to pay as much. But if you're there on Christmas Day, et cetera, very peak times, my guess is you will be paying peak prices. All summer will probably be crazy off the chain if you're going in the summer. Travis is no longer in school. We need to change our vacation month. Come in the fall. I want to. I want to come in the fall. It's so much fun at home. Well, we used to like growing up when we'd go in high school or middle school and high school, you always went like spring break or something. Yes. We always went Thanksgiving because literally the day after Thanksgiving, it was dead. Dead. That was I could walk on to Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Like I'd walk on, get off, walk on, get I think Repeatedly, we did Space right? Mountain yeah. like 10 times in a row. Yes. Like, I would love to be able to do that again. I have no clue if it's still like that, but I feel like it's it's probably still a little dead after Thanksgiving because people are going home from the holiday. Mm -hmm. I would love to go back to that. I need to talk to my mother. She's the one who puts these dates into play. Let me know. I will. But this year I'll still be there for Christmas. But tell her it's easier for me to get time off too if it's not a holiday specific only week that you're here because they have blackout dates at my new job. But like, if you came the day after Thanksgiving, that would push you into the next week, which is not a holiday week. And mm-hmm. then I could get some days off. But the week mm-hmm. of Christmas is this freaking holiday week. And so is New Year's. 
and you have to be in a lottery and it's like a whole thing. And I'm new. And of course, I'm not going to be in this stupid lottery because I've only worked here for five seconds. So yes, please discuss this with the family. Oh, I will. The it's family true. will get, well, we're not even going to a park on Christmas day this year. Nope. I saw that there were no nope. reservations. Mom finally agreed that we need to just chill on Christmas day. So I think we're doing like Disney spring stuff. I think we're going to like eat, we'll Aww. do our Christmas stuff in the morning. And I think we'll do like bowling and if the movie theater isn't like if it's open or whatever is going on, who knows what's happening with COVID. So right now Splitsville is open for business. The movie theater is open for business, especially it's easier because you already have to make reservations for your seats whenever mm-hmm. you go to a movie. So it kind of makes sense because you can yeah. always kind of space out doing it that way and then look at the the openings for each movie mm-hmm. they and again they're requiring you, know, you have to wear a mask when you're indoors and all of that so just keep that in mind the movie theater really tells you that if you're sitting in your seat you should keep your mask on at all times as well but for me that doesn't work because if you've gone to a movie with me you know I stuff my face the entire time with popcorn so same I don't have a reason to have my mask on because I'm eating all the time. Okay. But uh, we personally like to go to Disney Springs to go to the AMC there. I think all AMCs are pretty clean, but it's clean when you go to Disney Springs. Yeah. Like you can oh. just tell that it's, yeah. it's clean. It's nice. Yeah. The only so. reason I think while I'm in, if I'm in the movie theater that I would keep my, like I would exit the popcorn and keep my mask on and all of a sudden, like someone even near me or behind me is hacking. I would leave. <laughs> I'd be like, like um, I need to go. That person to is is coughing like crazy. Uh, they have no mask on. Yeah, they're eating, and I want to. No, no, no. I need a <laughs> refund. I can't sit here anymore. Like, I'll come back that's, later. That's when I start getting it. Like that's when my heart, like my anxiety is like, someone's uh, coughing behind you. Like it's in the air. It's exactly. In the air. <laughs> but to to continue that though, they are also yeah. opening a lot more restaurants. So I don't know if that doesn't mean the dining queen will be back soon, but they are slowly, but surely adding restaurants to the opening. I just saw one of my favorites, Boma just reopened at the animal kingdom lodge Oh, nice! very recently. My only thing is they kept it as a buffet and I'm, they have hand sanitizer stations by the buffet, but I'm still like, now it's in my head. Like you're touching all the utensils, but other people touch to pick your food up and Okay, I but know. I I thought they were doing it was like because our family's favorite trails end is open again, which we're very thankful for because mm-hmm. that I mean that one's a buffet, but I thought they were doing it different. Most restaurants when they have reopened that were buffets are not buffets anymore, but Boma is a buffet. I've seen the photos; they are still a buffet. They did. Well, not I thought that. they were doing still like a buffet, but it was like they're serving you instead no. of you getting. This one is a straight up. You walk and you get your food and you wait in line buffet. Oh. You have to wear your mask when you're in line, but I'm like, oh, I don't know what people did before they touched everything. I don't know. I, if they made everyone use hand sanitizer before they touch things, maybe. But like the hand sanitizer is an option, not a requirement. You know what I mean? Like the mask. Well, and hand sanitizer only kills. It doesn't kill percent of germs. Yeah, and technically it doesn't really kill viruses. So let's not get into that thing. I still use hand sanitizer really crazy, but in all technicality, it's not killing the coronavirus stuff. Uh, I'm a little squeaked out by that whole thing. I love yeah. bonus too, but I'm like, I'm not doing it if you're you're a traditional buffet. I don't think I can get my head behind it. If you feel comfortable out there, go for it. Changed it to family style. Yes, most places that's what they're doing. So they will oh, just serve fine. you. Exactly. Giant portions to share at the table. 
Was that that's what a lot of buffets are doing. Yeah. That's what was that garden. That's what we did it. Or the, the garden, garden girl, girl was always that like that. Yeah. It's always okay. family style. So yeah, the garden girl, the Liberty tree tavern, those are big things. So, and also think about any restaurants you'd like to try before you come in December, Ashley, because Robbie and I are always up for taking you places that you haven't been. So just keep that in mind too. Anywhere you'd like to try. Cause you know, he'll just, we got it. Well, we'll pay for it. You know, I know every time I'm like, how much do I owe you? He's like, Oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, I got it. Okay. I'm looking at him like, well, for you, it's fine. But sometimes I'm like, why are we paying for all these people? <laughs> he like, reminds me, he reminds me of my grandpa Krager. Cause grandpa uh-huh. Krager, I don't remember if you were, I don't, I don't know if we went out to eat one time. Okay. Somewhere well, near the, he, the house. Yeah. Yeah. But he wouldn't, he won't let yeah. anybody pay for any of their stuff. Yeah. Like, I, Cause I remember that. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, yeah. I was like a teenager. So I'm like, well, I'm buy my food. That's fine. What, I what, no grandpa, what grandpa didn't know is that dad, if he would spend too much money on me when I was around him, cause he would, and I'd feel horrible. Cause mom and dad would like give me money to mm-hmm. like pay so grandpa didn't have yeah. to use his money so if he if he used too much money on me because dad was in charge of his finances he would yep. just shove his money shove the money into his account and grandpa would never know that sounds like that's what they used to my grandma <laughs> too my mom and my aunt they would just mm-hmm. dump money into her account and I'm like she has no idea what's going on but yep. they would just make sure she had her money for her bills and her groceries yep. they would just bop a little bits of money into there Yep. Every, every month or whatever it was that they did. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. But as a college student, it was nice when I would go visit grandpa and he would give me money for gas. I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, grandpa. Thank you for caring. <laughs> about I love me. you. <laughs> uh, okay. What's this last thing about the lightning so, lane selections? Yeah. So let's go back to the genie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not totally off topic, but it's a bit. No. So lightning lane selections will be made the same day as your visit. So the one thing I approve of with this is we're not looking at like the fast pass where all you jokers coming from out of state would sit there six months out. You're, you're in the middle of Nebraska in a snowstorm <laughs> picking out your selections. And I'm sitting here two feet from Disney. Like I'm going to go over today. And get no fast passes because they're gone. Annoys me. So this well, you don't have to a better, worry about it anymore. <laughs> a better playing field. So if I want to pay, I can pay. Not saying I'm going to do that because that's a lot of money that would add up mm. over time. So I'm not saying we yeah. do that. Now, when we're together, I may, you know, plan ahead and decide well, I'll pay we'll for dis- some. We'll because, discuss. <laughs> yeah, this this will be in. We have a couple months, but. It, it, this part makes them feel a little bit better because you have to do it the day of your visit. So, okay. and it's, they said it's great for those who love the park hopper option. So basically that's what they're saying. If you start at the animal kingdom and you bop over to Hollywood studios, that doesn't mean you're not going to get any options for Hollywood studios because you went to a different park that day. There'll still be options because you have to do it the same day. And they will okay. of course still have traditional standby queues or their virtual queues like rides with the resistance will still be there. So, so is that I- a normal queue now? I'm not, see, this is why I'm saying I'm confused because to me, it would make sense that they would start charging for rights of the resistance because I would think that would be a, a high demand ride, but then they throw this little thing in there, which implies it's just still going to be the virtual queue. So I don't know, maybe they'll still do a virtual queue 
maybe they'll do it like this. Like there'll still be a virtual queue and everyone, you have to compete to get into it like you do now, mm-hmm. but maybe they'll save some openings for people to buy into it too. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what they'll do. Don't know. I guarantee don't work you for Disney, people so. will buy for this. That's why I'm curious as to what, what they're doing. But again, some of this stuff, like we're seeing, it's kind of like, when we're ready to launch it, you'll get more information. So we'll kind of have to just wait and see when it actually comes out. So when's this launching? The website literally just says coming soon. My assumption, which could be wrong, was that they were going to try and roll this out for the 50th. Because launch fall, fall of 2021. They said fall. So my thought was for the 50th, but I don't know. Because the oh, reality yes. is- make us spend more money after you've already been here for 50 years. <laughs> The reality is some of this stuff, like the waiting list to get on, to get into restaurants and things, the genie is going to help you with that, but they've already put that into the app now. So I'm, I'm like, it's the background of the genie seems to be in there. They just haven't Mm -hmm. fully converted the app, which is just what makes me assume around the 1st of October is when we'll actually see it. But Disney so instead has of not it being said, called the Disney app, it's going to be called like the genie Disney app. genie, Disney genie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do assistant. like that they're using the genie. I think it's a yeah. really cute, like we have a, shout out to our favorite genie, but, but <laughs> I will see how this goes. Don't the extra cost. <sighs> so because well, the regular genie app, like with the, the, the prediction and stuff that doesn't cost anything. No, it's when you want to purchase for the, the lightning, lightning lane. lane. Mm-hmm. so if okay so the genie okay so uh, the genie <laughs> app yes. itself like where it's like helping you with itinerary helping you with that sort of stuff mm-hmm. for you and I I don't think we're, this is going to be for us at all because we have been going to yeah. Disney for our whole lives yeah that for mm-hmm. it to like do the experience for us it's like I'm sorry you think that's better for us right now no 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 because we know what we like we know how we mm-hmm. like to we have our own style to go around the around the parks and I mm-hmm. we and they're both different but like I know when I get to Magic Kingdom I want to go down Main Street first and then I'm going to take off over to Tomorrowland and I'm going to go around that way because mm-hmm. that is what I always do that is my style mm-hmm. and I want to hit my favorite things first Whereas the G- Disney genie might be like, oh, you should go over to Haunted Mansion right now. It's like, no, that's out of order. That's not how we do <laughs> I'm that. not doing that. Disney genie. <laughs> it's not what we do. Whereas someone say, for example, my friend from work who's going in 2022, never been to Disney before in her life. Her husband's mm-hmm. never been to Disney before in their lives. This might be a great thing for someone who's brand new to Disney, who mm-hmm. needs to, because it is so massive and so much going on mm-hmm. that, I mean, it's hard to imagine because I've been at Dis- we've been at Disney for so long, but to imagine going there for the first time and trying to figure out what to do would be exhausting and maybe yeah. even overwhelming. I would so, see that, yeah. I can see this app being really good for brand new visitors who have never mm-hmm. been to Disney before, who don't have their, like, who have not been there enough to like know the ins and outs and what to do first and what to do next and, mm-hmm. and, and all the things. So it, I think in the end, it's going to be good for people, but like, I don't think it's going to be for everyone. <laughs> I agree. There is no way, but the, the only thing that we will probably use it for is to bop it up and see 
what wait times are going mm-hmm. on, not for it to tell us where to go, but just to be like, okay, just tell me what the wait time is for X ride. So I can decide yep. if we want to go there next, or we want to go get a snack or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. we want to do for the day. Yeah. Yeah. So or if we, <laughs> we want to buy the lightning lane for some weird reason, yes. I just, I feel like I'm probably just cause I am going to be down there during Christmas Magic Kingdom, I would not do it because I know Magic Kingdom well enough. I know, like, I know when Space Mountain's normally lower. I know you kind of know mm-hmm, how people exactly. interact within Magic Kingdom, but Disney Hollywood Studios has so many new things and so many different things. And I've only been into the Star Wars world once that I don't have a beat mm-hmm. on that yet because I don't live down there. So I think. If I do the lightning lane, depending on the pricing at Christmas, I mm-hmm. probably will for Hollywood studios mm-hmm. just I so I that. can do like the smugglers run without waiting 90 minutes. Like I had mm-hmm. to at Christmas. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun when we got to the millennium Falcon. Cause you could see all the things and you got to go through and they had, but like we were back at the, the droid depot. If you were in that kind of line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was 90 minutes and we started back there and, and it, and we, Oh, it was so excruciating. Yeah. See, that's, that's where I could get behind being like, you know what? Yeah. But I, I would not, I'm not going to pay an extra feeder. I'd like the slinky ride, which is probably oh. on that that that's only like a 30 second ride I still have never been on that ride I waited like 45 minutes for it but we really didn't have anything else to do so it was fine but yeah I was just like that was shorts and I'm good it was fun but yeah sorry I'm not waiting that long for that ride yeah oh and it would get you here's the like my parents still go on rock and roller coaster Mm-hmm. and they love it mm-hmm. and they're good older than me and for me I'm like I feel old going on rock and roller coaster because it wrecks me every time mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like if I have lightning lane and I can get on it mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. oh I will get be using it for tower of terror oh get over it stupid tower of terror maybe I, sh- I I just need to drug you one day and just good luck with that you on it. <laughs> good luck with that stranger danger i check everything i'm kidding i check everything I'm... before i drink it eat it whatever <laughs> stranger danger oh my goodness oh, well see. there's a lot i hope that this mm-hmm. is helpful to you guys as you guys are thinking about disney and just what's going on with covid i mean more than likely in like the next couple of months, there's probably going to be more going on or more changes or it, depends, it might get better. Yeah. It might get worse. We'll try to wait on the variant. updated, try to see what goes on with the variant, try to see if any of the vaccines, I mean, they're talking about a third, a third shot booster mm-hmm. and if that's going to have any effect or, mm-hmm. or that sort of stuff. So probably the next update will be when I'm actually down there. I'll update you fine. from Instagram. Which is fine. <laughs> which I'm so excited. Yay. Anywho. So yeah. Anything else that we need to talk about for this? No, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of it. Like just make sure you bring your masks and are prepared. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please like, and subscribe our Instagram page, our Facebook page, our YouTube page, Mm -hmm. all the things. And then what Mm -hmm. can they check out on our website? Yeah, go to limitlessbroadcasting.com. There's info about all of the podcasts and everything that we're producing. 
You can find our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash limitless broadcasting and your donations get you full prizes there looking out with us. So please make sure you check it out. And I think that was it, right? I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> our podcast, oh, like on our podcast rate. page. Yeah. Rate, Just, review, like yes. subscribe, comment, whatever you can do. Please and thank you. Wherever you're yes, listening yes, to Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And just remember on Friday, you will be seeing the first episode of Book Dragon Reviews. Woo-hoo. I am reviewing Lost Stars, which is a Star Wars book from Disney Publishing. So um. be on the lookout for that. And then also my other podcast, just a little plug here. I've been kind of MIA at the 139.14 podcast this summer. Well, it's back on the third as well. So definitely check it out. Yay. All right. Bye, Mixie Dusters. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.